electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Thursday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber. We are unwinding Wednesday's bounce. Europe's down 2% plus as the Bank of England and the Swiss hike interest rates. That adds to Brazil, Taiwan and the Fed just this week. Macro data no good. Philly housing starts disappoint. Oil's back to 113. Our roadmap begins with that post-Fed rally reversal. Futures point to a sharply lower open with a lot of rate-sensitive tech stocks leading the losses. Plus, we're keeping an eye on crypto. Bitcoin is back above 20,000, but still at late 2020 levels. And Elon Musk, yeah, he's having a nice meeting today with Twitter staff. He's going to answer questions for the first time as he looks to, well, we'll see exactly what his plan is for that buyout. What is his plan? Carl. Let's begin with the markets, guys, and on track to erase that post-Fed rally. This is what the Fed chair said yesterday about how far the Fed must go to successfully combat inflation. I think we'll know when we get there, really. I mean, honestly, that, that would be, you would have positive real rates I think an inflation coming down by then, I think you'd have positive real rates across the curve. Um, I think that, the, you know, the neutral rate is pretty low these days. So uh, I, I would think it would. But you know what? We're going det- to find that out empirically. We're not, we're not going to be completely model-driven about this. We're going we're to be looking at, at, at this, keeping our eyes open and reacting to incoming data, both on financial conditions and on what's happening in the economy. One of the more interesting points he made, Jim, was that uh, headline is what consumers feel. And that's leading a lot of people to say oil is the key. Nat gas in Europe today explains a lot. Yeah, look, nat gas in Europe is a function of that Freeport facility that that yesterday that David talked about, because that looks like it's going to be a longer outage, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. End of the year, potentially. Yeah. End of the year. For some, not all of them. I think a lot of us puzzle over the following. How could there be such voracious, furious buying in the last hour, and then beginning at 4 a.m., remarkable unwind. What happened? Who was wrong? Were the buyers wrong or the sellers going to be wrong? Now, I come back and say that there were a lot of people who were uh, instantly saying, you know what, he means business, 75. And then the second thought, people just said, you know what, if we parse it, yeah, he says, well, maybe 50, maybe 70. He never said what you really want, which is, look, I will favor jobless. I favor unemployment over inflation. I want people to stop being able to job hop, stop being able to get raises and get laid off. Now, Jay, Jay Powell's not that kind of guy. So that's a very hard thing for him to say. So, Carl, what I see when, when he speaks is it troubles him to say what he has to do, which is favor cap, uh, capital over labor. It just troubles him. And I think what a lot of people are thinking about is he can no longer be troubled. What he has to just say is, listen, I got to go all in. in, People get fired all in layoffs. And that's going to do it until we get some sort of resolution oil and some sort of resolution food and some sort of resolution supply chain. He just was unwilling, except for right at the end when he said a a young couple should be more concerned. He just he's got to bite the bullet. Well, the the, the median year end. Dot plot has gone from one nine to three four. I mean, they've they've gotten more aggressive. Well, that's what I thought, and that's why I thought that people bought. And then there's just too many people who feel, you know, what the heck with the dot plot? Let's go all Volcker. Uh, I'm looking for a 94 scenario, which is that there are multiple rate hikes and it works three to six, and it works. Uh, David, I think there's a lot of people this morning who have remorse and say, you know what, we have to sell tech. That's a whole other issue, but we have to sell everything, bonds, stocks, because he's a failed Fed chief. And I heard almost everyone this morning called him a Fed, a failed Fed chief. Really, it's gone that far. Yes, that, I think that, it has. That, I mean, that there is this label being yes, being appended to his tenure. Well, I'm not buying that. But yes. no, I know you're not. I know you're not. Um, things turned this last night, right? I mean, there are yeah, literally it turned at 4 a.m., which is been, Europe, right? 
There's been a story that I've heard now a couple of times. You know, the Swiss, we pointed out, raising yeah, rates. Do you know the Swiss National Bank owned $177 billion in U.S. stocks? Yeah? Yeah, including, like? including a lot of tech stocks. Oh, my God. They're like Tiger Global. No, I don't. You know, they changed their language on a potential currency oh. intervention. Hey, David, that's... They dropped the one-sided commitment to guard against currency depreciation, right? The Swiss have been very focused on keeping the franc strong. Right. Uh, but... Um, but there is, and we'll not, we won't know, but there is a, a question as to whether or not uh, the Swiss National Bank, um, with that $177 billion in U.S. stock, uh, may not proceed to start to sell some to keep the Swiss franc stronger. Holy cow. Okay, so let's say that's true. By the way, don't know. No, no, no. But no, I've no, heard it now no, from three separate no. people this morning asking the question. No, but, but what's interesting is, is that the stocks that got hit the hardest between 4 and 5 a.m. Yeah. We're fang. They were. Fang in a couple semis. I mean. But isn't that the most obvious? Take a look Nvidia. at the Swiss National Bank's 13 Look at the ones. You you isolated the ones that are most visible. Yeah. If you're, you know, you're not selling Carvana if you're from, you, know, you didn't buy. No. You didn't buy Airbnb. No, they own a lot of Apple. This is what they own. Yeah, it is. David, that makes so much sense. Don't that, know if it's, that, I, it's, again. But, the idea would be that you're actually selling to make sure you, main, you, you keep the franc stronger. Well, they sell whatever um, they have, right? But I don't know. I'm not sure but what's see, going on, Jim. See, you know, Carl, I mean, when I was watching the sell-up, and I said to myself, okay, so they're, they're not selling Walmart. But, but by they're, the way, by raising rates, you're already, uh, your currency is, you know, you're helping your currency. So it's, it's not clear to me exactly. Well, well like, they think that they're like, they know what they're doing any more than anybody else? I don't know. Anyway. But I the just idea think, that the but I was puzzling over selling. why these stocks, the most name brand visible stocks, you should include Intel there too. And it was, these were the name brand guys. And then the rest of the market was not going down. So I'm trying to think, who was really unloading? Is it someone painting the tape? No, not at 4 a.m. Those guys are too lazy. What it really is, is there's an aggressive seller in the marketplace, but I lacked anybody who could be that seller. And you may have answered, you may have answered the puzzle. Well, you got these are names that are uh, somewhat leveraged to Europe. You also have UBS cutting a bunch of targets on Snap, Meta, Microsoft, Google, Pins. And by cutting targets, I'm talking they take Google from 3600 to 2650. But these are all take a look at all these price targets. They're still well above. I mean, one of the things that is most uh, disturbing to me is that when people cut price targets, they still keep their buys. You know, today we had Jeffries actually downgrade five chemical companies. That's something David has to happen. Remember, like, if we don't have capitulation if everyone's just cutting price target and saying buy. Yeah. Don't they need to cut price target and have it be below where the stock they is? They do. I'm finding a lot of the research lately is of a little value, and I'm trying to be kind. I, I like that. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. But what I also noticed in the last 24 hours, Carl, is people are talking now about a deeper recession. Suddenly it went from, are we going to have a recession, and soft landing, and now half the people are talking about, well, it could be really bad, well, yeah, stagflation, yeah, I don't know. Retail sales miss, and in real terms, down more than 1%. Right. you got Atlanta stars. Fed looking at zero growth this quarter. Um, so you well, think of what Scott Miner had said yesterday, you take consumption, and maybe we're already there right now. Look, there's, you can't solve the supply problem. He, he, you know, Jay Powell's not going to be drilling or he's not opening a refinery. You can supply, you can stop the demand. You can cause layoffs. Right. Listen to this. Listen to what you just said, like a recession. Now, yeah. I, I had a company, now this is where David's really going to hate me, but I'm going with it anyway, right? Go with it. I had a company called Dutch Bros on. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, just don't. The, the Annihilator. You had the yeah, Annihilator. Yeah, the Annihilator. Okay, yeah. just yeah. listen to me. I'm listening. Okay, so they want to put up 4,000 stores. What are the biggest problems? They have materials, but materials are coming down. Okay. Job hop. People say, listen, I get this job, then I can get that job. Wage inflation. That's what, no, there we go. That's what Powell's targeting is wage inflation. But he doesn't have the guts to just say it. He doesn't want to be a bad guy. He doesn't. He's, that's why I said he was George Bailey. I mean, George Bailey. Wage inflation? I mean, wage inflation wage. is running 3.5% below CPI. In 74, it was 4% higher than CPI. I well, know. This is what? not it's a wage-driven spiral. Yeah, but it's, what else does he have to do? He has to cut demand. He can't create supply. Supply is UK, is Ukraine and Russia and China. So he has to impact demand. He has to hurt us, and he doesn't want to hurt us. I guess what I'm saying is he's too nice a guy. He's Jimmy Stewart. We want Lionel Barrymore. Or is he? Is he Arthur Burns? 
No, God, no. He's smart. No. He may be Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns? Yeah. <laughs> from, from The Simpsons. Oh my God. No, that's, that's what we Burns. need. Did you know that was very good? That guy's ruthless, Mr. Burns. <laughs> we need to be Mr. Now, if he's watching, which he doesn't, he's like busy, he's not watching us. But what he should be saying is, look, I'm not going to say stuff like, well, 75, but then that's probably not the norm. You just say, listen, Malcolm X, whatever it takes, just say it. Any means what? necessary, right? Or Drog, what Draghi said back in 2013. Why doesn't he say any means like Draghi did? Yeah. Draghi solved the problem when he said any means necessary. Why can't Powell say that? Um, why? I, I, he's got a lot of different things pulling at him. Uh, you know, like, do we have, why? I mean, Gunlock, I think, sort of wrapped it up in a, in a fairly effective way, talking about he was his view. Yesterday. Yeah, he was. And I always like listening to, uh, to Jeffrey. Uh, do we have that just in terms of the contradictory things that he did say? Because perhaps Paul, he, he has was to. contradictory? Let's take a listen. God, the Swiss. That was so smart, David. Jay said a lot of things that were seemingly contradictory uh, because he was trying to attack things from many different angles. And he really, I think, learned his lesson from May, where he uh, kind of spent some of his credibility by, by promising no 75 and then doing a 75 just and deciding on it apparently just days before. So what I took from Jay's comments really is he's become a very short-termist. Um, data dependent, we're looking at everything all the time. That doesn't sound so bad yeah. to me. No, please all, oh, please none. I mean, think about it two weeks ago, if you said 75, you'd say, oh my God, it must be really worse than we think. Then we get the Friday thing. I mean, look, Jay had to say, Jay ain't crow. I mean, Carl, what, what is what, what he's supposed to say? I was wrong about the CPI, so I'm going 300 basis points now. Well, you know, then the stock market goes down 25%. He doesn't really care about the stock market, right? What he's trying to do is solve inflation. So, I mean, and, and the stock market's just a byproduct of collateral damage. Um, is that what people want? He can't, he, he can't take it to 300 in one session, but he has to take it to 300. So he's trying to do it a little more Jim, what, judiciously. What if, yeah. what if the Ukraine dynamic completely reverses? Then what? Are we going to cut right. 100 basis points the next I week? I know. Three men on a he's train. He's got a lot to balance. It's not an easy job. But everyone, he's got a low bar now. Everyone thinks he's an idiot. <laughs> hey, one guy, no, David, listen to me. One after another. I mean, see, they're very guarded. I'm not. When someone comes on and says, you know what? I don't really know what the mistake was. Uh, he hasn't really explained it. What that says is between you and me, if they're off the desk having a party, just what a bozo he is. Do, can we speak truth? We right? do. We do. You hear the conversations. Yes. Wow. Is he over his head? Nobody ever what says that he's a clown. Or I don't th first of all, that's all wrong. He got data on that front. Look, we were on some path. Materials prices were coming down. Well, uh, well it didn't start soon enough. We all no, know no, that. No. He, there isn't a person in the world, including himself, who doesn't think like, he didn't. Start. I mean, he came out and said, "Look, I screwed up." I mean, what do we want um, him to do? But is it resign? At what point is it? Does it start to be too late? Look at Empire. It's never too late. Philly today. Housing starts. Retail sales. The Samsung uh, cutting some supplier deliveries reportedly in half this month. People are saying that Intel too. I mean, look, I, I just think that what we have a very bad time. Let's admit that it's a very bad time. We got a central bank that was behind. We have lots of stocks that are way too Let's high. Just hope we don't end up with continued inflation but, and no growth, right? But, but, but Greenspan took rates from three to six in, uh, what, 12, 13 months? And then the market took off, right? It took off. Um, um, the market, Jim, I, I, just to, I, I took a look at the Swiss National Bank 13F. Yeah. The largest holding is Apple. They own $12 billion, they own $12 billion worth of Apple at the end of uh, the first quarter. What, what kind of, what are they using for first Apple, quarter numbers? Microsoft, Amazon, Tesla, and Alphabet. Oh my God, that's, do they already And Meta and NVIDIA. Those that's, are their first top okay, seven so holdings. David is just talking about the, I mean, I watched that tape very closely. That's exactly what they were selling this morning at 4 a.m. So. It's a Swiss panicking. Yep. The so, cool clock. They got rid of their view that they would only intervene in a one-sided way and said the currency was fairly valued and they were open to selling. So I, I, I don't know. You know, we don't know no, what we're trying to figure out. No, but solved the puzzle. Those were the stocks that were getting hit. Right. Do they own any Qualcomm? They're really crushing Qualcomm. Uh, I don't know that they own any Qualcomm. Let's see. They weren't selling MasterCard. They weren't selling any of the... Uh, Davis no. got the sell program list. 
There it is, Qualcomm. Yeah. Okay, that's but a, not a lot. I'm, well, only seven hundred forty-one no, million. I, I'm liking David Caesar's. Here's why, Carl. Because when you see that level of selling, panic selling. What that says is, I'm not waiting for the buybacks. Most of those companies have a very big buyback. I'm just going to get out because, well, it's my time. It's 4 a.m. in New York, but heck with that, I got to go. I'm going to work. So I'm selling. If uh, the market doesn't rally after Europe's closed today, what happens? What do we think then? Well, then we think that we're joining the sell-off. That's be very negative. Okay, that would be very negative because not that it's Rex Davis' thesis, which is a good one. Can I call it your thesis? Uh, it's the thesis of a number of market participants who, it's, who it's, did note this again, the, this important, the Swiss National Bank saying David was trying that to they got rid of their view, they would only intervene in a one-sided way, which means that they're willing to st- step in and try and strengthen okay. Okay, so, the currency. Okay, so let's go over what... And to do that, you got to sell to buy. Between so, 4 and 5.30, sell your stocks what and buy. went up or was flat? Everything other than tap. Do they own any Walmart? No. Uh, not, Walmart's well, up a dollar this morning. They may own a little Walmart. I'm just saying that the puzzle is the puzzle is about 4 to 5.30. Why would you sell those and not the rest of the Dow? Yeah. And I kept thinking, it's got to be some hedge fund that blew up. It's more Tiger Global Carvana. No. But no, they, no I'm saying it wasn't. Right. It was the big cat names. And so I'm trying to figure out who does that much selling between 4 and 5.30. Some guy who's like really drunk and was on a bender? Or the Swiss? Who knows? I cannot well, confirm that, and I, I would imagine the Swiss well, will not confirm you? it for me. Yeah, well, so, let, yeah let's th- just call, let me call the Swiss. Although, I'll text them. Coincidence that UBS cut its rating on all tech stocks this morning? No, no, tech no. names are highly levered to, to rates. rates. I mean, it's just that to sell yeah. at those hours when you know that they all have buybacks is either to panic or to be the Swiss. There's a thesis. <laughs> so I'm speculating it, but you're going with it. I know other people who would sell that aggressively between 4 and 5.30 when there weren't a lot of... We had some UBS cuts, yes, but yes. for the most... Like, look, I can give you an Apple positive piece that I read. I'll give a Google positive piece that I read. or so a Metaverse piece that I read that was positive. So, I mean, what David is saying is he's found a potential source of selling that will not confirm, and it's definitely not done. So it's possible that they'll sell to 11. Let's see what happens Let's at 11. Yeah, we're going to see yeah. what happens after lunch. That's so uh, cool. When we come back, uh, we'll talk some crypto, hear what Gunlock said about... 12K, how low could it go? Uh, we'll, we'll look at that. Really interesting calls today as well on Boeing, Warner Brothers Discovery, AZO, Dollar General. There's a look at futures. We're back after a break. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big-picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. That's yahoofinance.com. Take a look at futures. Pretty close to the lows of the session. We've talked about some of the central bank moves uh, overnight and all week long. Uh, housing starts down 14.4. Permits down seven. We were looking for just two down. So the macro is not going to help us out. We'll get the opening bell in just about 10 minutes. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. 
From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Hey, we get to stand for a change for the Mad Dash. Of course, we've got a little less than eight minutes before we get started with trading here at the New York Stock Exchange. You want to go back to the home builders? Yes, but just wanted to say beforehand, uh, Dave and I were talking, it's just it's a little bit harder than people realize uh, what Jay Powell's job is. So we can second-guess Jay Powell all we want, but it's he's like an NFL coach. We second-guess him the rest of his life. Some people want him fired. Some people want him to resign. He's our Fed chief. We have to recognize that his job is a little bit harder. Now, I want to go. I gave you early Dutch bros. Yes, you did. Now we're going to do Toll bros. Okay. Okay. Now, Toll, which is a fantastic home builder, $900,000. Dutch. Don't you love that? Can I do that? Dutch v. Toll. Okay, so what you have here is that this morning, UBS, which we've been quoting, they, they slashed everything. They're really negative there. Uh, yes. They better not slash themselves. Uh, they take Toll Brothers down from 74 to 59, but keep a buy. Now, look where Toll Brothers is. This is the problem writ large. So what does that do? I mean, why not take it to 30 if you think it's bad? Now, it's already down 40% for the year. Right. So at what point do you say, well, we're, you know, further along in the rate cycle? Or do you just say, you know what, no home builders ever bottomed this early in a rate cycle? You know, I know. We've talked, the, listen, again, sort of to give the analysts, and I rarely do this, a little bit of slack. I mean, it's tough. It's not an easy environment to do no. this, but this is not adding much value these days. No. We had some da- what, we had downgrade yesterday. We had a couple that were curious, right. to say the least. I'm forgetting but the name. But if you're going to cut, um, why not take toll from 74 to 30 and right. go from buy to hold? Right. Get ahead of the darn thing. Meanwhile, what do you think? Toll, it's down 40%. It sells for four times earnings. Therefore, let's cut the earnings in half. It really sells for eight times earnings. I would buy toll because at that point, it'll yield three and a half. It's got a decent yield right now. They bought back a huge amount of stock in the last five years. Doug Yearly's very good at what he does. 30% of their buys are with cash. So I'm not that concerned about the fact that mortgage rates go to 6.2, which he has tested, by the way, according to the last comp score. So I would buy toll at 37. I got nothing to say about that. All right, except that an opening bell's coming up. And you can catch us anytime, anywhere, and listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. We got an opening bell coming your way. It's going to be a doozy. Stay with us. Keep your eye on shares of Boeing today. Uh, City today names it a high-risk buy. Uh, with a 209 fair value, Jim, they see 70% upside if they can resolve the 777 in the max. Although they also say if those things don't work out, 84. We'll see. Yeah, I found that quizzical. They like Airbus. I mean, what, what bothered me about Boeing, sold some higher, some lower from Travel Trust, is that we first were told about the 787. We heard it was a wiring problem and it would be solved in a couple of months. And here it is now a, more than a year and still not solved. Uh, got that China South order. I mean, got cleared, got cleared to buy. But in the end, I think, and David, you know Boeing's balance sheet. What bothered me about Boeing was the balance sheet. Yeah, it's not I mean, great. There's very few companies with this weak a balance they sheet. They took on a lot of debt during the, the beginning of the pandemic. Right. I mean, we do always pointed to that enormous uh, debt deal they succeeded in getting done that as Sunday being a turning point. Deal. Yeah. Was the bottom. Um, what was it, 26? 20, I forget. Yeah, it was 26 or 28. 26 bill, yeah. But. Um, that was negotiated directly. But they still the had that debt. I mean, it's I know, it's and not that's like it why, went away. You know, I thought I think they thought the stock would now be at 250. They could do the debt deal. They do the equity deal. By the way, I mean, I, when I was talking to Dutch Pros, sorry to keep going back to a stock that, that is small, but I said to them, I said, guys, you just do an equity offering. You don't have enough money in the bank. And you know, I'm not seeing the equity offerings that I would be doing if things are as dire as people are forecasting. I mean, most of the companies I know are flush. David Costin, who I hope to see this afternoon, uh, is saying that the buybacks are the biggest they've been. But if you're if you're a CFO and you don't have a lot of money, uh, this is your chance. Yeah, you, you don't want to dilute. dilute. You want to dilute your shareholders, right? You now? want to stay through the period. You do that when you absolutely have to, not when it's, you know, when it's a necessity, not a luxury. You don't want to do it in advance of when you need it? They don't. By acclamation, I'm right. 
These people are signaling that I'm right. Let's, uh, let's get this thing started. CNBC Real-Time Exchange at the bottom of your screen. At the big board, it is City celebrating its 210th anniversary and Pride Month at the NASDAQ Icelandic Biotech Albatech celebrating a listing via SPAC. You mentioned buybacks, Jim. Yesterday it was uh, Hertz. Today it's Cigna, another three and a half billion. I, I talked to Steve Scher yesterday. I wanted to get the uh, CEO of Hertz. I wanted to get him on because it shows you how flush a company that was uh, almost bankrupt. Cigna is doing incredibly well. I don't blame them for going to buy back their stock. What's interesting, you look at, uh, at away from the stocks of David Iceland, take a, take a look at a stock like Mosaic, okay? Um, now, Mo- Mosaic sells at three times earnings. And we need fertilizer in order to be able to have food. So... The conundrum here is, I mean, all these are puzzles, Carl. Why does a company that is so needed, product so needed to be able to make it so we have the food in what could be a famine situation, sell it three times earnings? And what that says is, get me out of everything. These are people, a lot of the selling is, get me out of this class that is equities. I don't care whether they're doing well or badly. Hence, David, again, to come back to the unnamed sellers, they didn't care whether the companies are doing well or badly, right? Not if you're raising money to, def- to, to, to not just defend your currency, but potentially exactly. send it up higher. But don't, yes. I mean, that, look, I, there's other ways to explain it. You could have a hedge fund that went bust, but if that's you the could. case, why didn't they sell three? You could, right? Could, it, no, it was, who, it was out of Europe. A lot of people not, believe Who was not able to sell at 3 p.m. yesterday the into the Things did change. Who couldn't it, sell into the strength yesterday? Who was not able to sell from three to four? The people who invented the cuckoo clock. Correct. This, yes. Again, this is a theory. Uh, we should probably well, call the Swiss National Bank. I haven't put the call the into them. Overall so. environment in Europe right now. I mean, German oh, yields are highest since 08. Nat gas prices have gone up 75%. Yeah, and that's not going to, you know, this Russians are still cutting off Nat gas. Uh, there's no solution for that one. The, the hope had been the 2 million BCF that you could get to go over from Freeport, and that's gone. Uh, I'm, I got an idea. Name me something that's going right. Well, uh, Elon Musk is going to meet with Twitter staff. And well, according if your to the journal, that's not right. Uh, affirm his interest in buying. It's one of the three names that are positive, along with AutoZone and Dollar General, which Morgan Stanley says buy okay, so in the case of a recession. Well, you buy those in the case of nuclear war, right? AutoZone means you keep, you keep your car until 17, 18. And Dollar General, my Dollar General, David? Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh what? Because I got a Dollar Tree that's just killer. Do I got two really nice cards for a dollar? You did? Yeah, I gave one to Adam Schefter's daughter. That's very nice of you. Yeah. Uh, they so were good. They were like Hallmark-like cards. That's good. Those are like $7. By the way, we will, listen, when we hear about what uh, Musk said to Twitter employees, that will be a story, certainly, as we continue to follow the fate of well, that, he's just, uh, know, that $44 billion buyout. He's agreed to it $54.20, far below where the current stock is. You're the guy named Argerwald? Yes. What's the, his job? The current, he's the CEO of Twitter. Well, does he not... What does he do? Does he stand to the left of Elon Musk as he's attacked by Elon? Yeah. For that 2012 MIT we'll paper that was he's so having good. This, uh, he's having this conversation with Twitter employees, potentially going to no, explain any about, number of his thoughts about what he plans be, to do with the company. He's a human being. Who is? Parag Agrawal. Yeah, so what? What does that have to do with anything? What is he, a rapacious capitalist? Are you no, I, Henry Ford? I, what are you, who are you? I, I'm not thinking about Prague. I'm thinking about trying to explain what potentially is going to happen to Twitter stock today if Musk says some very positive things as though as, don't worry about any of that stuff I've been saying about all the bots and questioning and saying you guys are in breach. And he just says, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, he, then the stock's going to go up a lot. You're or, describing a very erratic And the other man. way, he says, yeah, I want to buy it, but, you know, listen, I don't know. I mean, not at this price. You're, By the way, he's not going to say either one of those things. What's um, he going to say? I have no idea what he's going to he say. Doesn't either, he's probably. Elon Musk. So oh, he so is nothing enough? if not unpredictable. What did um, Michelangelo say to, I don't know, his backers? Whatever he wanted. Are you equating him with Michelangelo? Yeah. Well, I had him, yes, because I already have Jensen Wong as Da Vinci. I'm running out of icons. Uh, got it. Thank you. Got it. We'll watch Twitter shares again. By the way, this is, the time is getting compressed now. Shareholder vote probably a couple of months away, if that. 
Uh, and so, as I've said many times, if this continued on the pattern it was, you certainly would think you're going to end up in court. But maybe he changes the dynamic entirely today with this conversation. Would anyone think of buying right now? Think of buying things? It's only two stocks that are up. Buying I, but, but I had an opportunity. To, is that a buy? What's a buy? What? If late Marquez were here right now, wouldn't you say if every stock's down, maybe you should buy some? He had his, he had his, his we're signals. We're not there. We're not at the Haynes. No, we're not there uh, yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I meant 9 to 1. Uh, by the way, we're, guys, we're, wow, losing 30000 on the Dow uh, has not happened since January Jeez. of 21. All right. So the Dow Jones Industrial Average uh, below 30K is that's. We're headed toward what? The pandemic? No, it's too hard. I'm going to give David a list of stocks that are just, that are, are just punching bags. You ready? DoorDash, Airbnb, yes. Yes. PayPal, yes. Carvana, yes. Affirm, Wayfair, mm-hmm. Shopify, mm. Roblox, mm. Roku, and Block. Those are just pinatas. Yeah. Just, what do you think that list? That's, that's thrown out with the trash every single morning. Every morning. Yes. Now, it doesn't matter. How about the fact that In it New doesn't York, matter? Unfortunately, it that, just sits on the curb for but, days okay. before it gets picked up. Okay, but, so yeah. Ernest, Ernest Garcia... CEO of Carvana buys uh, 1.99 yes, million he did shares the other day, and he's up. Yes. he's up. He's up. CEO, well, the he's father up. of the CEO, right? He's up. Well, it says was the CEO. Oh, maybe I'm. Uh, I thought I'm just saying that too. I'm looking at the on, stocks that are just Jim that are down every single day, no matter what. Jim, uh, on Almost. on technology, um, I, I think it's a, a Swiss buy opportunity to uh, to uh, talk about one of the largest buyout firms in the world of technology companies. Uh, Toma Bravo and, of course, Orlando Bravo. had a great interview She had an interesting interview from Berlin with Mr. Bravo this morning. And I want to contrast his comments, so I think it was Deirdre Bosa, only of a few weeks ago on Tech Check with what he had to say now in terms of their approach and their thoughts about uh, high-growth technology companies. Take a listen. I think there's more pain to come. I, I do. Uh, because when those companies really start getting down to answering the investor question that you mentioned, the path to profitability, they're not going to love what they see. Uh, That requires a lot of cost reductions. It requires a lot of pain. And it's difficult to execute, especially in a public setting. All right, that was what he said this morning. Um, we were going to play. We were planning Wasn't on playing you what he said three weeks ago. Take a listen. You can contrast the comments he just had this morning with what he said a few weeks ago. For us in private equity, as a buyer and operator of software companies, this environment of five times forward revenue is the buying opportunity of a lifetime. There have been cheaper times in enterprise software. In the global financial crisis, we we're buying companies at two times revenue. After the dot-com bust, it was one to two. But enterprise software is nothing like it was in the past. Things have changed dramatically in the space of a few weeks. It's a tech check situation. On the one hand, I've been right. And on the other hand, I'm completely wrong. Right? It's kind of John Fortlight. Just on the one hand, I mean, is that the same person? I know. I know. People have noted the change in tone from Mr. Bravo in a significant way. Obviously, I spent some time talking about their price cut and Anna plan of a, a little over a week, week and a half ago. Questions about sale point because of just how negative a tone he now has. But in general, as one of the largest tech investors, obviously taking companies out of the public markets into private hands, you can see when he's talking now suddenly about uh, so many clouds and where's the bottom and it's hard to call the bottom of revenue multiples. Very different in just a handful of weeks, guys. Just a handful of weeks. But that's just emotional panic thoughtless actions. Wow. You're taking no prisoners. Well, you can't do that. That's erratic thinking. Well, it probably means you're not looking to do any deals for a little bit of time. Yeah, but By the way, in the financing world, even though the financing markets are holding up fairly well, we have seen a couple of leveraged loans on deals be have to priced lower, significantly lower, meaning the banks that made the commitment are actually uh, taking a bit of a hit. So you're enter, you know, that is now entering into sort of the conversation when it comes to what seemed to be a, a number of, la- of leveraged buyouts that were in line uh, for potential deals. I have no updates, by the way, on Kohl's. I know people are, what does that mean? Yeah, where's Kohl's? Uh, NCR, where's I think, continues to make progress. 
but you know, financing is starting to become a bit more of an issue. Well, that could be one of the reasons why the bank stocks, which are just huge beneficiaries of this, somebody may think are, they'll have some criticized loans because if the consumer is incredibly strong and the enterprise balance sheet is very strong, then you should just be buying the bank's hand over fixed, right? Because they just got this huge gift from, from Mr. Powell. So some people must be thinking that the loan book's not that good. But. And meanwhile, capital markets activity, I mean, trading at least has been quite strong. Right. Uh, yeah, although we had Ford yesterday say they're beginning to see delinquencies uh, tick up. Uh, FT with a piece about people at the lower end of the credit spectrum no longer being able to finance cars. 90% of car purchases are done with credit. Uh, Jim, uh, Bloomberg ran a piece on credit spreads, arguably ending QT sooner than we think. Right. Well, this is... I mean, look what's trading lowest today. Uh, it's Carnival, where you're getting yeah, 10% money. Royal Caribbean. Yeah. I mean, I guess those were meme stocks that were kept afloat, because now things are better with their actual book, but there's a realization that they have too much debt. I mean, look, I, I, want, I really do want to see what happens when the when Europe closes. Now, I think initially, obviously, there's just such shock that you could have such buoyant nature market at 3 and then such panic at 9.30. Let me throw this out at you. Uh, this morning, the J.P. Morgan desk uh, says, you know, we, pandemic low was 14 times, actually 14.7 times. Right. You do 15 times 200, get you to 3K. Does that seem in the realm of the possible? I now? think that, yeah. I think that I don't think that's going to happen, but I certainly think I can see how someone would say that. I think a lot of smart people that I talk to are saying that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, I think that's too drastic. I think that things are better in corporate America. Uh, but Jay Powell is targeting unemployment. See, see, he's not targeting capital. He's targeting labor. And I, I think these people don't understand that that's good for companies. See, he's saying, listen, I want companies to pay people less. I want people to lose their jobs. Uh, and that way the, the demand will drop and maybe we'll get control of inflation short term. And then maybe the Russians will do something that's not horrible, and maybe China starts realizing that there's science that they're ignoring. <laughs> it's funny because the tape right now says zero COVID in China likely to go into next year, according to um, well, State Department officials. That's very bad. Yeah. That's just very bad. It would be bad. Although, yeah. J.P. Morgan yesterday as well, Jim, growth rotation to Asia will happen sooner than we think. They're looking for 7.5 growth in China in Q3. It's just not possible. You can't have a lockdown and 7 I mean, I was speaking to Contour Brands yesterday, David. That's Lee and Wrangler. I'm really getting granular now. Yes, you are. And Lee China, and yeah. China, not that great, not that bad, uh, which is pretty interesting. I mean, that means you know you'll get kind of low single digit, but high single digit. It's not, David. It's not possible that everything is bad. No, it's not. Everything. It's not, but rates keep going up. People are talking about a recession, and now more deep one than perhaps had been discussed previously. Right. Right. We still don't know the terminal rate on Fed funds. We kind of think we do at this point, but we really don't. Fred funds. Fed. Yeah. Right. Fred funds. Not Fred. 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 <laughs> Did Fred I say funds. Fred? Bam Bam. It's true. Bam Bam is right. Bam Bam is right. Bam yeah. Pebbles. Fred funds and Bam Bam. Pebbles. Oh, I really like that. Yeah. No, I don't want to let, I mean, you know, look, I, I spent a lot of time thinking, do you ever show levity on a day when everyone's getting hurt? And the answer is no. But there is a, a belief, I think, that it's preposterous that everything has gone wrong. Everything. That's just a highly unlikely scenario. Uh, we do have um, Kroger. Kroger raised their guide. Uh, they're the 385 to 395. I was thinking of Sarah when I saw that. Sarah's home team is Kroger. They had really good numbers, 4.1 same-store sales. They beat the number big. And, you know, I, how about this, David? I like yes, this. Tell me. Kroger would be the first to turn because you have, you have fresh news. J-Bill, by the way, yep. they, they had a good quarter. Yep. Now, I mean, you could say, well, let, Jim, that was yesteryear. That was before the poor J-Pal became um, not Harry Potter, but Henry Potter. Mm. What? What? Oh, sure enough, it's, 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 sure it's, enough, Sarah has Rodney. NASDAQ's down 31% I should have everyone the year. Just, uh, what? You just start to, I don't know, when are people, good. you know. I don't know. Yeah, well, look, people look at the 10-year and go, I okay, am, maybe it's just time to just David give Faber, up. I don't like, know. When are we going to put in a bottom, Jim? 
I remember you maybe said. How about that? Remember I told you it was July 13th? And that was my daughter's birthday. It was the only reason I said that one. Yeah. Look, I think that not everything can be this bad. I'm saying that it's highly unusual that every stock should be down. There are a lot of stocks that do better if you target unemployment. So you're looking for labor-intensive companies, wage-intensive companies, who will be ostensibly able to pay less yes, over time. Yes, that's what I'm looking at. McDonald's was up today at 4.30. McDonald's was up nicely. They're a big winner in this scenario. Now, look, the market's just plummeting. I mean, look, I'm not going to get in the way of this Union Pacific freight train. Um, when do we start worrying about cross you know, leverage here that actually is impacting something there or well, personal balance to, sheets or people did things that we're unaware of in okay, terms of home equity loans and everything too, else. It's no, not it's, it's not, not the not, financial crisis in any no, way. No, there's none. I of don't the, mean to say that it is, had to but put money down. It still can impact demand. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, look, 30 percent of these purses are with cash, but those can go away. But, you know, what you're if you're targeting the consumer trying to make the job hopper, the guy, the person who's doing better, and you're saying, listen, that's not, you're not going to do better, then yes, KB Homes should be down. Toll Brothers should be down. But I'm seeing selling pressure from stocks that would not normally be down because they have big buybacks. They're doing okay. Right. I can make it look. I can make a scenario that says that Alphabet's not doing that well. I, I don't have that. I could say it. But have... Can we just all admit that stocks have gone down a lot? Uh, yes, at the present moment, in fact, uh, the Nasdaq is down 31 plus percent well, for the year. Does that happen? Is that the top? And Are we at the S&P top? is down 22.6 percent right. for the year. So, like, let's just say, you know, there's been amount. some damage. There has been. There has been. But so, is it fully reflective of the earnings potential of companies in an act in a recession? No. But I'm just saying that you conceivably, if you have two more 75s, you'll look at Toll Brothers and you'll say, you know what? That reflects the damage because there is a housing shortage. There is a demographic. Uh, there's a baby, a mini baby boom because of the. No, you're not going with that one. I mean, I, the, the problem is CPI is is such a lagging indicator that by the time they know it's working, it'll will have uh, will have maybe over overdone it. Uh, that that's the fear. And by well, the way, we don't get PCE till the end of the month. I know, but he has to stop inflation. He has to. And he said that yesterday. Of course, he backtracks. He says, oh, maybe I'll do 50. I mean, I wish, you know, I can give you a speech of what he should have said. He should have gone up in front of that press conference. So I'm not, I'm not taking any questions. I'm going to stop inflation by any means necessary. <laughs> but no, he's got, well, hold it. Here's, I'm, you know, let me, I'm like the witch, the witch toy eagle beacon. Listen, and I, I want to know It is whether, nice to think we may get to a point one day where things are actually normalized again. It, and we're Pittsburgh, not dealing with the zero bound all the time. And we have interest rates that we actually can remember from 20 years ago. I don't think we need to do that. You don't think that's going to happen? What, 19, we take the target uh, 19 to mid, 20 Mid-90s, I remember, you get 6 7% in GE Interest Plus. Remember that thing? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yes. Well, Volcker took them to 19 to 20. And by the way, the economy was doing pretty well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. December 5th of 1980, took it to 1920, 19 to 20%. I'm aware of, of what Volcker did. I'm talking more about sort of a normal period that, I mean, what, instead of this to six, unusual period that we've had for the last... Well, how about look? We, we had seventeen years. We had seventeen years hikes. Zero, yeah, we had seventeen hikes. That's that's a lot of hikes in two thousand. Yeah, with the Bernanke, the Greenspan Bernanke fiasco, which then what they didn't realize was that people were taking down nine and ten houses, and there were trem- tremendous pressure across where AIG turned out to own a lot of houses. Well, AIG owned a-, a lot of houses. Well, AIG, no, AIG sold a lot of insurance. Well, no, but the, they on, were wrapped they around. They sold an enormous amount of credit default swaps on things that all went bad. Well, yes. Right. Well, I'm saying on that, CDOs. So I'm saying that it does matter to me that corporate balance sheets are much better. Now, we just put up corporate balance sheets of the of the cruise lines. Theirs are not better. No. But I think, okay, I'm going to pose, I'm going to posit something. Because somebody better posit something. I'll posit, okay? I'm not the positive, but I'll posit. What should rally today are things like Colgate, Bristol-Myers, Clorox, Merck, and Pfizer. Because if we're really going into recession, those, those companies do better. They're going to be able to lay off people if they have to, but they don't really. They'll be able to get employees for much less money. And that's what works. So that's what we should be looking at. And those employees will come to the office. No, they nobody. will if they're told. That could be a better thing. I have, four, I have three friends who are sick right now. And it's like, they're dropping, you know, like, you know fortunately, they, 
all been vaccinated. But they yeah, can't none of them are going to end up in the hospital, thankfully. So that's but, a good thing. But you know what Umana said to me? I don't. I don't. I, I, what? I'm just giving you. What, I'm you talking about imperial? the fact that people are going to start to come back to the office if they have less leverage with their employers and their employers want them to come back. Okay, that's good. That's really empirical thinking. Boussard from Humana said to me that it's now like the flu. Yes. Okay. See, so the, yeah. the the serious infection rates lower than seasonal flu. Right. That's why Boussard is right. Right. Which means that. That's why Cygnus. Are right. we post COVID now in terms of treating it as anything different than? Well, not in China. Um, okay. So Cigna. Hold on just a sec. Cigna. What did didn't you say? They announced a buyback. Uh, yeah. Three and a half billion uh, uh, announcement. Well, KLH Tencor announced a gigantic buyback. How much is that down? Down KLA Tencor. I mean, guys, come on, don't sell KLA Tencor into the buyback. Well, this well, is the six so, billion dollar repurchase, twenty four percent increase in dividend. Nobody cares about a semiconductor. Yeah. Semis, semis are really uh, the, the the picture now, Jim, is about capex cuts. If this Samsung news is actually actually true right. about about halting uh, if inventories are that bloated that you're telling your suppliers well, stop. If inventories are that bloated, then you should buy Ford Motor, which has been the one that's most hurt by semi shortage. And they have buyers for everything. Unfortunately, they've got a lot of warranty problems. Yeah. What are you reading there? The Boeing I'm piece? reading the, no, the downgrade by J.P. Morgan of Warner Brothers Discovery, obviously a name that I followed. Well, closely. was it really a downgrade or was that yeah, a reinitiation? It was not rated. In the, in, thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Moved to a neutral rating. It had not been rated. You're absolutely right. Um, and it's very kind of neutral. It's sort of exactly not what neutral. you might expect from that. Um, not necessarily saying that the stock is overvalued, but just pointing out the, the direct-to-consumer strategy is certainly under question, broadly speaking, right now. Performance of that stock has would, not would been good Would that be a stock you wanted to buy? Prior to the deal, since they, the they deal, uh, yes, they're four and a half, five times levered. Uh, although although J.P. Morgan, for its part, billion? believes they will overachieve on their synergy guidance. <laughs> um, okay. But doubts about the company's ability to grow in aggregate. Yes. Yes, and but, their price target is, uh, where are we now on this 22. Thing? Yeah, it's... Do you think that Zazzle I mean, That's the thing. You have, you, a neutral rating. you have a neutral rating, but you see eight bucks up on a $14 stock. So, what? Well, that, what? Why, would you have, why wouldn't you have a buy? Well, your price target is 22. Eight bucks up on a $14 stock, what's that percentage-wise? Then you're going to be known <laughs> as having a buy of a company that goes down five more points. I don't know. I, that's why research, I just find it maddening Look, but sometimes it's worth reading did you give me the swiss sell list i know more than these analysts yeah i told you the swiss sell list it's every name you know well yeah you yeah. ever been to switzerland uh, i have been there's to switzerland no, there's no gum on the sidewalks there's no excuse no me chewing gum on the sidewalks no switzerland is a very beautiful country uh, really quick guys the, the one thing that is not taken out yesterday's low uh is bitcoin and i know uh, we do have sound a uh, gun lack yesterday talking to i think it was the judge about where he thinks uh, the low could be in the in the cryptocurrency. Take a listen. When it broke below 30, it looked uh, on a chart basis that 20 was like, oh, going to happen really quickly. And it did. But the, the, the trend in crypto is clearly not positive. I mean, it topped out a long time ago. I remember I was with you in July of last year, and Bitcoin was up at like uh, 60,000 or something. And, uh, you know, that, then, then the... It dropped down to 30,000. Luther is going to break down. It managed to rally back, but it keeps putting in. Uh, it, it looks like it's being liquidated. So I, I don't, I'm not bullish uh, at, at 20,000 or 21,000 on Bitcoin. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if it went to 10,000. That's very good. Remember at the beginning of Henry VI, Part Two, David, mm. where uh, the character says, well, it's actually it's not it's in the second, but he says, first thing we do, we kill all the speculators. Actually, lawyers, but that's another thing. See, Jay needs this thing down to 15,000. He needs a win. We got to give Jay a win somewhere, man. And that would be a win if Bitcoin. Yeah, well, the speculators are evil. Um, well, Michael, the Michael, job hoppers, the speculators, these are all the things he's got to stop. He can't produce more wheat. No, he can't. Um, he, can't he can't. He's, he's raising less corn and more help. You just bring everything back to Jay Powell. Well, what? No, what? You do want me to bring it back to? Uh, Michael Saylor, how about him? He's an evangelist for Bitcoin. He joined us yesterday, of course, the CEO of MicroStrategy. They nice have $4 billion, uh, worth of Bitcoin, or at least it was. Excuse me. It's not Why worth that anymore. Why don't we just say that that's They own 129,000 Bitcoin, well, worth a lot less than $4 billion. But here's what he had to say yesterday, because oh, he is still that was a, good interview. a believer. 
your time horizon is 10 years, it looks like a risk-off store of value asset. So the, the crossover point is four years. Nobody's ever lost money investing in Bitcoin for four years. And if you want to surrogate for the book value of the Bitcoin network, it would be the four-year simple moving average. The simple moving average of Bitcoin over four years is about $21,685. Uh, Bitcoin's only touched that, uh, that point a couple of times in its history, and those have always been great buying opportunities. Right. This is Bitcoin's on sale. There you go. Because okay. I said, oh, that means right now, because the price is below that. So are you buying? He didn't say necessarily he is, but he indicated it's a buying opportunity. Waiting for the Bitcoin buyback, I guess. I'm <laughs> Um, he's a Neil Diamond figure at this point. Say again? He's a Neil Diamond figure. He's a Neil Diamond yeah, figure? I'm a believer. I wouldn't leave Bitcoin if I tried. <laughs> I saw Bitcoin's face. He's a believer. He's a believer. Yeah. He's a believer. Because mm -hmm. he, he saw her face. Yep. Sweet there you Caroline. go. That's about, that, <laughs> that's, about the, that's about the value of his analysis. Mm. What? People make fun of Jay Powell. You should make fun of that fella. Uh, I asked him what I thought were a, a lot of, yeah, hopefully we all did a lot of, of course, yeah. By the way, I mean, every time. It, Maybe it, we should take a listen. There are still a lot of people who follow on Twitter and certainly like to see those interviews. By the um, way, Jim, um, you're going to have Adobe to give us a little more clues tonight, right? Yeah, I saw Shantanu last week. Yep. I mean, you know, he's, the company's doing well, but it doesn't matter. I mean, Sean Jr. Ryan's an unbelievable CEO, and Adobe does a lot of uh internet commerce tabulations. It's a remarkable company, but in this environment, he could beat, beat the numbers, do a buyback, uh, raise estimates, and all that would happen is the stock would only be down 2%. Do the Swiss have any Adobe? I don't know that they do, and they don't have any Walmart, and it's up. Well, that's what I told you. I know. That's why I mentioned it. That's what the pieces are. This is just a giant puzzle, David. It's a giant puzzle for people at home, okay? It's what it is, and we're trying to put the pieces together. Yes, we are. Like, why is Home Depot down? I do okay. not know. Well, it's probably, well, I mean, we have to find a seller. Man, they They're having a really you good do spring. Have, you do have Walmart, Walmart among the few gainers, Jim. In addition to Adobe, what do you got tonight? Well, I got I don't know Ferguson. You. Oh. There you go. Nothing like having a good, solid HVAC company from Britain. Really tell the truth. I could, that could be everything. Everything can't, could turn on that. I think he may know about Swiss stock buying. If he's a good HVAC guy. I don't know. David, I think David really summed it up. He's got that Swiss thing. He's got the third man buyer. Uh, we're going to find Harry Lime. We'll put it to the test uh, midday and see if we get a turn. But for the time being, Dow down 675. First trip below 30K in about a year and a half. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.